0: mustache. And I'm like Thanks guys. Appreciate it.
1: Alright, part two.
0: Only because I can.
1: I honestly thought it was pretty job. You look like somebody that serves me an out, al- like a whiskey in and, and a a saloon.
0: Like frankly, there's a good chance I'll shave it tonight. But <laughs> right now I've got the stash. That's Fair enough. The, that's how it is.
1: It, yeah, it's an interesting Anybody that's come from, I don't know, normal jobs, teacher, doctor, firefighter, military, it's an interesting world in that you actually, uh, Don, it's not Red Dead. Um, I'm not even, I'm not exaggerating. It looks like he's trying to be cast as Freddie Mercury. (laughs) I can't be cast
0: as Freddie Mercury for two reasons. One, I'm not thin enough. Two, my mustache is great. But they're gonna cast probably, if my guess is correct, Jared Leto. As... Didn't they already cast?
1: Did they? There's a movie, uh, about. Oh, who they cast?
0: Look, I don't know, but nine it's, No, like, it's real. My confidence is they'll cast Jared Leto as fucking Frank, uh, Freddie Mercury. That's what they'll do. It won't be good, but they'll cast him as it. i I like jared leto as an artist
1: (laughs) i think he was
0: terrible as most acting roles including the
1: joker oh did you hear that they're now doing there's a joker universe and now they're actually casting joaquin phoenix they
0: got a fucking joker universe directed by martin scorsese that's the fucking director i'm sorry If that movie is terrible, which it very very well may be, I'm going to watch it because it's Martin Scorsese and Joaquin Phoenix, apparently, as the Joker. So, there you go. If you didn't know that, now you do. Enjoy or hate it if you want. (laughs) I I frankly, personally, don't know how the fuck to feel because I like Martin Scorsese. I generally like Joaquin Phoenix. What was the last
1: big movie he did? The Joker is
0: pretty, pretty serious
1: territory for me. Well, now, here's fan. the problem, is everything you do with the Joker, uh, Heath Ledger kind of, like, set a bar, high or low, where everybody now needs to be, like, weird to do it.
0: Look, <laughs> if you're in the narrow camp of people who don't like the Dark Knight, I understand. However, <laughs> as far as Jokers go... Of all the ones we've seen, Heath Ledger is far and away the best we will get for a Joker. Yeah, great. Caesar Romero in the '60s Batman—he set, set a standard. Refused to shave his mustache. Understand? <laughs> he was great for that Batman. Jack Nicholson also great for that Batman. Keith Ledger, however,
1: he got it right. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, yeah, and I think uh, this is a whole nother crazy side topic of method acting and all this shit. Admittedly, um, for whatever reason, despite how which are, uh, which would you say I'm more right brained, methodical, science. So I'm I'm anybody that knows me knows I'm very right brained. But left, for, actually. Okay, left. The other way around. Left. I'm very left-brained. I love science. I love black and white. I love Excel spreadsheets. I love, I love graphs and charts and calculations. But for whatever freak reason, I can swing to the right and do And method acting is the thing that appeals to me. Jared Leto swung for the fences on the method acting of Joker. And I think only, like, let's say Heath Ledger's uh, Joker didn't exist... I doubt Jared Leto would have swung as hard for the fences of the Joker he portrayed had Jared Leto not, like, thrown down the gauntlet.
0: Personally, as a 30 Seconds to Mars fan, because <laughs> I do like their music, yeah. generally speaking, yeah. Jared Leto as the Joker it hurts. is the worst.
1: He he was the Joker to be the Joker, like it he was, was, it the was Joker. weird like like it was like a novelty.
0: He was the Joker spit in the face of the Joker. Well, here's what, what sucks is was.
1: I just watched um, Requiem for a Dream, He's and so it good. made me forgive him for that Joker. That's but then the I thing. watched that Joker that's, on Suicide That's Squad, what fucking sucks. And it was so depressing, and that
0: goes with a lot of actors, not just him. You have an actor who's really good, really talented, really breaks boundaries with their character, but the minute they do something else,
1: you can't take it. You can't take it. Well, now, here's the one thing, and I say this to friends and family, and I'm sure Scott gets it the same way. So, before I joined the military, I was like a four-year theater major nerd. So, I had friends and family. My mom and my parents would come, my mom and my dad, and my parents, friends, family would come to performances. And I'm not saying I was good or bad, but they couldn't see Jeffrey. All they could see was Jeffrey. They couldn't see the character because they knew me. They knew all my nuances. They knew all my Jeffisms. However, straight up strangers were like, oh, what a great performance, which was a huge compliment. So, I got to the point where I quit trusting friends and family because they know me. They know who I am, what I am, and et cetera. So when I even see Scott act, I'm like, oh, that's a Scottism. That's a funny little quirk. That's, that's a, that's a thing he relies on. We all have them. We all have our things. I have this thing. I'll even reveal. I clench my jaw. It shows tension. It shows I'm thinking deep. So you'll see my jaw muscle flex. It's a thing I do. He's not wrong. (laughs) I consciously do it or not, but it's a, it's my thing. But here's my, my interesting thing, not to take away from Heath Ledger's Joker what if all of his friends from high school and junior high were like, yeah, that was Heath being Heath. What if that was just Heath being Heath, but for all of us that don't know him, we're like infatuated with this this amazing performance that actually just happened to be something Heath did. Um, and so that's the that's the weird thing is is for whatever reason Heath Fledger's Joker set the standard that for whatever reason whether it's Jared Leto Jared Leto or Joaquin Phoenix or anybody else they have to. They have to swing for the freaking fences and go crazy, and, and honestly, <clears throat> Heath Ledger's Joker was actually kind of subdued. A little, he had he had these insulin spikes of insulin spikes of extremes. Same even Cesar Romero had these crazy spikes and these funny things, and and Jack Nicholson. But for whatever reason, everybody thinks they have to go, like go to ten and stay at ten the entire time. And if you read the comics, if you look at any of the Dark Knight things, the terror in the Joker lies in the fact that he doesn't live at 10 and 11 all the time. True. He passively and casually killed Robin at peace. He was so calm when he killed Robin. Freaked the fuck out, killed Robin.
0: The closest thing as a fan, as a fucking fan, if you want a good Joker, watch the show Gotham. Oh, really? Their Joker is They've been, superb. They brought, they
1: brought Joker in. They are superb. I am, I can't watch Gotham.
0: Not only do they get this kid who is in the, uh, the show Shameless. If you've seen the show Shameless, he's in that show. Really? He plays the Joker, and he is incredible. So what
1: storyline are they using as the, as the pre-Joker they are They are human? basically
0: taking the best Joker stories and amalgamizing them into one. But what they're doing is taking those same Joker stories, amalgamizing them into one, and attributing it to the Joker in the comic books where he cuts his literal fucking face off. And staples it back to his own face. I
1: might need to watch it now because yeah, I wasn't a fan of Gotham. It's
0: so good. The Gotham show is just okay, but everything where they in- incorporate this kid Jerome, the Joker, is really
1: so good. Okay, that'll give me. That gives me hope. It's
0: kind of incredible. Uh, to the point of like, I'm like, you know what? Gotham is kind of a shitty show overall. This kid's involvement is great. If this kid doesn't get some kind of project or movie soon, it won't make sense to me.
1: Gotham is crushing, though. And isn't, um, what is it, sci-fi? Excuse me, I think sci-fi has, uh, oh, what's the, Krypton.
0: Oh, fuck, like literally. All these prequel movies. Literally, I think it's called Krypton.
1: Yeah. Who cares where Superman came from?
0: Sci-Fi's got a series called Krypton about Superman and him, like, coming from Krypton and shit. And, like, who... Literally, what he said, who fucking cares? Who cares? (laughs) Who gives a shit? Nobody. Nobody cares. Sci-Fi is, like, grasping at straws as far as their programming goes. Oh. However, Amazon... Sorry, but... uh, Electric Dreams... If you haven't seen it, Electric Dreams, Philip K. Dick, all of his novels and short stories brought to life via Amazon. Super good. Philip K. Dick, by the way, wrote Blade Runner, aka Really. uh, Do Robots Dream of Electric Sheep, which is the basis for that story. Uh, Amazon has that. They have that whole series of his short stories turned into movies with an incredible cast, including Anna Paquin, Sam Rockwell, and many, many others. Jesus. It's good. Check it out if you haven't already.
1: Check you know, it out. That brought me back to, for whatever reason, it reminded me of the thing that ruined it for Justice League for me was... Um, what's his, Superman, what's the actor's name?
0: Henry Cavill.
1: Henry Cavill's CGI'd mustache. He looked like um, Shrek. Yep. God!
0: What, what? He had to have a mustache for another fucking movie, for, so they for, CGI'd his mustache out
1: For of uh, Justice League. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Mission Impossible.
0: Uh, Free Fire.
1: What? Yep.
0: I challenge Which you. I saw Free Fire. It's Wait, a fun movie.
1: But in Mission Impossible he has a mustache too. He does, but Free Fire was
0: shooting at the same time. That was the bigger priority. Interesting. Weirdly, it was the bigger priority.
1: That whole movie like is just screwed up like it's it's been the redheaded step bastard child of, of Hollywood because Tom Cruise Blue is Broke his ankle, put it, Put the entire production on pause. Yep. The mustache incident, whatever that happened to be. Oh, oh it was hideous. Like, <laughs> like, what an abortion of special effects. Like, it was so bad.
0: Like, again, props oh. to the people involved because they did their job like they were supposed to. Some but... poor
1: bastard had to sit there at whatever ranch that did CGI and remove well. Okay, now here's even bigger props. Who's the girl that plays Lois Lane? Amy Adams. Amy Adams. Okay, so she had to sit there with Henry Cavill in the Superman costume, in a Scott pedophile with him sporting Superman with a Scott pedophile mustache, and keep a straight face while she's like having this lovey dovey Clark moment in his tights <laughs> with a <the> mustache. <laughs> Nobody with a mustache should be in tights. That's a fact. Like, agreed. (laughs) It is what it is. So screw Henry Cavill. Amy Adams deserves the acting credit.
0: (laughs) That's one thing you, frankly, as a viewer, should think about. The next time you watch a movie, I don't care what movie it is, forget the fact that you're watching a star, quote unquote, portray a particular role, watch the other people involved. Because, guaranteed, those people are giving you the best performance of their (laughs) fucking lives. Whereas the star of the movie, the person who has the above-budget pay grade, which will bring people to the fucking seats, is probably, nine times out of ten, phoning it in. And if you think I'm wrong, once again, one, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Two, rewatch the movie I'm talking about or the one you're thinking of. Because if you rewatch it, you're going to walk away with a different opinion. <laughs> Just Jesus. throwing that out there.
1: Okay, well, I'll bring a little bit of optimism to the equation here. Um, in a slightly self promotional way, I had a huge. Uh, angry or jaded issue with Christian Bale losing his shit on Terminator Salvation?
0: Yes. Terminator
1: Salvation. Google uh, Christian Bale's Terminator Salvation and you will hear him lose his mind on a light guy. And in my entire military career where people's lives lives literally were on the line. I've never heard a general or any high ranking person lose their shit like Christian Bale did on this set of Terminator Salvation, as if he was curing cancer, and this act of this poor light guy off camera ruined all of mankind. To each their own. I've never seen anybody lose their mind that much. Agreed. However, <laughs> he apparently, uh, you know, and it might have been a PR thing, he might have had a moment, a come to Jesus moment. He did call into K-Rock many weeks later and and, and basically just say I was a, moron takes a man to do that even if it's a PR move to admit idiocy that that you have to do that so to his credit but even then I was like dude you aren't curing cancer you're playing pretend I was a little jaded however in a movie I've since forgotten the name of it since I'm even in the movie it's called Backseat where Christian Bale plays Dick Cheney yep had somebody not told me this is very self-promotional but there's a reason for it I'm in the movie with Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney and it's during the whole night it shows dictate Dick Cheney like as he grew up in his career and 9 11 post 9 11 had had I not known had somebody been able to brainwash me that this was Christian Bale I would have been like hey cool they found a lookalike for Dick Cheney the dude can fucking act like it was a stun and he wasn't a dick I'm not getting like some sort of kickback on this. He the only reason I knew it was him is because in between scenes I could hear his Cockney accent. If you're a huge Christian Bale nerd, he has a mole in his eye. Yeah, I noticed that on um, on American Psycho. Mm -hmm. He was very polite. He wasn't very he wasn't like like Robin Williams in between takes on uh, what was the movie he was in where he's like a a photographer or a film developer. One One hour hour photo. photo. If you look at the B-roll footage on one-hour photo, Robin Williams was like on-off switch. Like when they said cut, he was a freak. He was joking around and whatever, and then they said, okay, get ready for action. He was this que- weird, creepy, psycho guy. Christian Bale was like, he didn't swing left and right so much. Like in between takes, he was he was a little off, but you, he'd drop accent. He'd be back to his normal accent. He'd be like, hey, pleasure working with you. My name is Christian. Nice to meet you. But holy shit. I, I didn't want to gain this newfound respect for the guy, but holy shit, he is he is Dick Cheney. He shaved his head, he got fat, all this stuff he does, he like the machinist and then I all the way feel like Batman.
0: An actor like, especially for us, you meet actors in your line of profession just on the jobs you do. Yeah. Who impress the living fuck out of you? I can't speak for Jeff. But it sounds like Christian Bale hit that mark. Yeah. For me, I got to do a guest spot. I'm talking. I was background extra on the show House of Cards, what? watching fucking Don Cheadle and really? uh, John Cho and Kristen Bell and uh, Ben Schwartz. What? Yeah, dude. Watching those, I didn't know
1: Kristen Bell was in that show.
0: Watching those four people do their thing is incredible. Like I'm literally just standing there. If you see that episode of House of Cards, I'm or House of Lies. That's oh the show. okay. House of Lies. I'm in an episode. I'm standing there just watching what the fuck they're <laughs> saying. But those people working are amazing. And that's kind of amazing. Like honestly, for us, like if we get on a show, nine times out of ten, it's literally that we're in the background. We're watching other people do their job, yeah. and it's that incredible.
1: Well, it's retarded because it's a catch point. It's just weird. Like you'll see, you'll hear, you'll see and or hear stories about some actor getting all like in the zone and like don't talk to me. Uh, who's uh, who? The Last of the Mohicans guy.
0: Oh, Daniel
1: Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. Infamous for method acting on... Bruce Willis. Well, Bruce Willis is kind of an asshole.
0: He's kind of an asshole.
1: I've heard that. However, his new movie, have you seen it? He has a new movie out. It actually looks really good. It's Death Death Wish. Oh, yeah. It's the action guy in me that loves it. But So you hear these stories about um, Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, uh, what was the, his, what, like, in the 80s, something about, uh, something was it one left shoe or one red shoe, or is that Steve Guttenberg?
0: I know what you're talking about, I'm not sure. If that's
1: okay. <laughs> but Daniel Day-Lewis, whether it was, uh, he played Lincoln, he played some extreme stuff where he went a little off the rails as far as like, call me this, don't address me as this, whatever uh so you hear those extremes and you're like whoa dude there are kids in playgrounds that will play pretend more convincingly than any other actor that are that are getting oscars on this planet and then as soon as mom says hey time for dinner the kids themselves again so like let's not like overdraw this but at the same time when you see those people play freaking out and going to these weird swinging for the fences extremes You're in awe of this weird psychotic duality in their persona where you're like, holy fuck. Okay, this guy is not curing cancer, but a minute ago this guy was talking to me with a Cockney accent and now all of a sudden he's Dick Cheney. It's this weird, uh, um, what's the clinical, um, bipolar weird thing where even as an actor you're like, wow, that's pretty fucking impressive. But again, at the end of the day, it's just acting. Kids do it every day in a playground. Kids almost more convincingly, and, and they actually firmly believe they're G.I. Joe in some sort of desert. <laughs> Whereas, you know, um, Daniel Day Lewis says, you know, woman with one left shoe, what the hell was that? Two left feet. Two left feet, where he had a, like, it fucked up his spine or something, where he walked weird and he insisted on being pushed around.
0: Phantom it, Thread, his last movie.
1: He retired. I haven't seen. He retired yet. after it. But
0: this is yeah. That's that's the whole impetus of that movie is that he's gonna do this movie. He's retiring afterward, and he's hoping everybody likes it.
1: <laughs> you better.
0: <laughs> so Sunday we had the table read for the, the the couple of scripts that we did. Okay. But uh, with the people that were there, which granted, I guess if you really think about it, is a who's who of who fucking cares. <laughs> <laughs> but their opinion, for the majority, was, uh, we like this script, the Phantom Thread is garbage. Really? Daniel day lewiss last movie, according to a few people at this table read, oh, shit. is garbage. And I'm like, I haven't seen it.
1: Wait, it's out? It's out. Right now. What's it called? Phantom what? The Phantom Threat. What's it about? Well,
0: it's about <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis playing a noted fashion designer. And it's his last movie. He's retiring.
1: Not a good note. As a retiring movie. Not a high movie, note to go out on.
0: Yes. As a
1: retiring movie, not what the best. Be- what was before this? Uh, Lincoln, wasn't it?
0: Lincoln was before this, and before that was gangs of New York. Or there he will be blood. He should have left
1: on a high note.
0: If you left after, there will it be blood.
1: Sure. What well, every time I hear that, like I hear his, um, I, I, I guess you'd call it an accent when he did his I Brooklyn. Guess. I was like, God when you hear damn. "there
0: will be blood," yeah, all I hear is fucking uh, what's his face from gangs of New York, Bill. I hear Bill. That's yeah. all I hear.
1: Yeah. Wait, what was the oil type? Daniel Day
0: morning? Lewis is a good act. There will be blood. Oh, okay. Daniel Day Lewis, good actor, kind of. You can fight me on this, and I'll. I will appreciate <laughs> your response. However, Daniel Day Lewis is a good actor, only, only, for the roles he's done.
1: Hmm. Take him out
0: of Phantom Thread. Take him out of Gangs of New York. Take him out of any movie he's been in in the last 10 years. What does he do? I'm a method actor. I do everything for real. No. He goes on set. He does a part. People have to call him by the character he's playing. Doesn't mean he's good at it.
1: Interesting. What, yeah, like, what if he got cast as the bad guy in Mission Impossible?
0: That's what I'm saying. There Will Be Blood, good movie. He did a good performance. Games in New York, good movie. He did a good performance. Does he deserve to be nominated for Best Actor? I will meet Daniel Day-Lewis in person at some (laughs) point, and I will tell him to his face. No. No, he does not. Hmm. Why? Not because I think I'm better. I don't. I really don't. I think I'm fucking worse. Way worse. But... If you're going to be going on, on the record, as a best actor, you have to act. Ooh, shit, son. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. Interesting. Daniel Day-Lewis as an actor, he's not that bad. He's not great. He's hmm. doing Daniel Day-Lewis as a Okay,
1: partner. now, riddle me this. So, the, other, the same could be said for... One of my perfect perfect examples is uh, uh, this feels so gay. Tom Cruise. So no matter what, Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise in a movie. Same as The Rock, for example. Sure. They're so big as the person that they can't out-act who they are as humans. I disagree. It'll always be The Rock. It'll always be Tom Cruise. But I like disagree. Tom Cruise in, in Magnolia, I, understand, I lost it.
0: But here's why. I disagree because, fun fact, here we go, (laughs) seventh grade, sixth, seventh grade for me, I was in North Carolina. North Carolina. And you know who else was in North Carolina apparently at that time? And I only know this because I went to fucking North Carolina. Uh. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. (laughs) What year was this? My math teacher taught Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay. She made a comment about it. And the comment was not necessarily complimentary. (laughs) Dwayne The Rock Johnson, not a bad actor. No. He's not. However, is he a good actor? Is he a great actor? No. No, he is definitely not. He's an actor, who has gotten to a certain place because of his notoriety. Yeah, That's it. That is literally it. Jeff, (laughs) you could reach the same notoriety as Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. The difference is, and I say this from the heart, it wouldn't mean that he and you are on the same level as far as acting goes. All it would mean is you got an opportunity that might have been afforded to him. Fair. The bottom line is not blowing smoke up Jeff's ass or blowing Jeff because (laughs) I'm not doing that. Nope. Jeff is a good actor and I only know this from working with Jeff on things that are frankly against his typecast.
1: Two. Jeff is a good actor. I actually agree with you on that.
0: Jeff is a good actor. The Rock is an actor underline. (laughs) Okay. He is good if you give him the opportunity to use something worthwhile. Jeff can be good no matter what you give him. Ooh. Jesus. Which is a statement, granted. But I stand by it. I'll take it. If I ever in my life had the opportunity to direct Jeff and direct The Rock separately, I don't care how good The Rock is. <laughs> he would be better.
1: That's Damn. That's
0: the bottom line. Wow. The Rock has a movie coming out called Skyscraper, which is basically just a ripoff of fucking Die Hard,
1: yeah. by
0: the way, yeah. in case anybody out there is confused, yeah. Skyscraper is a ripoff of Die Hard.
1: Yeah, the Super Bowl I had a lot of commercials
0: for that. I don't care what the role is, I don't care what the movie is, this man next to me
1: Jesus. would
0: do a better job than The Rock, period. Damn. I stand by that, and the minute I make a movie that you all watch, you'll be in it, and you'll agree with what I just said. I
1: got nothing to say to that.
0: That's me kind of blowing Jeff a little bit. A little
1: bit. I'll take it. Jeff but needs, that's okay. Jeff needs blowing. It's cool. At
0: some point in the future, Jeff's going to have to blow me a little bit. <laughs> And that'll be fine.
1: Some press junk. Scott's the best director ever. (laughs) I'm not. It was the best experience.
0: I'm not. And I'll be the first person to say, I'm not the best director. I'm not the best actor. However, what you can count on if you listen to me or Jeff, at the bottom line, we will give you what you are not (laughs) expecting. Touche. We will give you against type, we will give you against story premise.
1: Agreed. I mean, shit, Scott is the first person to, to his credit, writing and directing wise, cast me as, I, yeah, a gay hitman. Mm-hmm. First person to ever cast me as that. And that's one of the few things, again, it goes back to a post I saw earlier in the day, thank you, where... Um, going against type is... is, I don't know. Scott probably will agree with this. is is a huge compliment where if I can play silly, which again, as a producer, I'd be like, that dude with the beard and a little bit of gray and muscles and tattoos, he can't be funny. Fine, I get it. But if Scott can see past that and see the funny guy or I can see Scott and see past that and even cast him as some... Uh, who, uh, B- B- Rudd, what's his first name? Paul. Paul Rudd. Scott is a perfect example of a Paul Rudd character. is funny and very, and you could look at it on paper and go cliche, funny and witty, etc. But then you put him in Ant Man, all of a sudden. Is it Ant Man? Ant yeah, Man. Yeah, Ant Man. And all of a sudden he's a superhero. And it's highly conceivable because the performer did it. And that's the one thing is, okay, I love the Rock. I would if, if somebody said Jeff. You're gonna star for the rest of your life, or you can be the Rock. Fine, I'll be the Rock. I'm gonna be the cliche dumb action hero that does Jumanji, Jumanji One, Jumanji Two. Um, what's the? Oh, Jumanji what's, Two wasn't bad. No, ju, there's a new. To my
0: surprise, it wasn't no, Jumanji's
1: bad. out, and that's awesome. But they just signed on to do Jumanji Two. They did. Yes. Yeah. And then what's the um, in Disneyland the uh, the River Tour?
0: Uh oh, they they have the Jungle One, they have the, the Jungle Cruise. One?
1: That's a movie. That's now a movie with in development with The Rock. You plug The Rock in any movie, it's gonna be a success. However, it's gonna be The Rock in X movie.
0: Sidetrack: They have a new movie coming out, by the way, called Skyscraper. Skyscraper is almost literally die hard.
1: Did you see the meme? There's a meme that shows. Oh, I saw it. Wait, no. Did you see this? some physicists that examined? I saw it. For him to jump across the building. Oh yeah,
0: I saw it. The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is trying to do a movie that outdoes Die Hard. Bruce Willis, literally a grade A dick fucking head. I can say that with confidence based on anything you've listened to from Kevin Smith, because Kevin Smith is the only person alive who will tell you the truth. He does as far not pull as the movie making presence goes. He does not pull punches. He does not. If you listen to Kevin Smith, it's true. Bruce Willis is a dickhead. Guaranteed. It sucks because his new
1: movie looks good. He's good. I just send you the trailer.
0: He's good. But that's the catch 22. And you have to decide that for yourself. If anything you take away from this podcast, take away that. Decide for yourself use your own brain use your own knowledge is an actor who does a great part good or is it the director who makes that actor good you decide it's not up to us
1: Well, that's like saying um, who, di- who directed all the Transformers movies
0: Michael Bay that's like
1: saying Michael Bay made a CGI robot good the Transformers movies <laughs> If you, like Shia... the bear.
0: if you like Shia LaBeouf Shia LaBeouf has his moments He has performed great feats As an actor The Transformers movies Are not in that list
1: I can't keep up with those movies
0: Michael Bay is a dickhead break. This is something I would say To Michael Bay's face Even if it meant me losing a job. That's how strongly I feel about it. I didn't see the last Transformers. I won't see it. I refuse. Transformers 3, which is garbage, by the way. They literally hired a model to take over the female character... In the Transformers movie. They got rid of Megan Fox. Who is kind of laughable. As an actress. As a person. And they replaced it with literally a Victoria's Secret model. Wait, what? Yep. Transformers 2 and 3. 3 they bring back Megan Fox. Why? Because the model ploy didn't work. I like, generally speaking, a Michael Bay movie. Bad Boys 1? Great. Bad Boys 2? Great. You think I'm wrong? Rewatch the movie. I'm serious. Will Smith? Martin Lawrence? Fantastic. Michael fucking Shannon is in Bad Boys 2.
1: There's a lot of Green Berets that do not like Michael Shannon. There are a lot
0: of actors in Michael Bay's Bad Boys 2, and they are great. Bad Boys is not
1: a good movie. But it's a lot of cool overhead shots, of helicopters doing this. Helicopter
0: fly by circle. Zooming in through a Um, fucking pinpoint hole in a wall. Revolving around hot the fuzz, set.
1: Hot buzz, coming hot, back. Hot fuzz? Hot fuzz is different. But no, who is that? Edgar Wright. But yeah, watch that and it play, It makes fun of... Exactly. Big, Edgar Wright.
0: Ice. Shaun of the Dead. Hot fuzz. At World's End. That's a trilogy.
1: What do they call a them? Trilogy? They call them the... Uh, the trilogy. It's the an Apocalypse Trilogy. No, 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 no. It's something like What's that. the uh, the ice cream they go get? Cornetto? Cornetto. Cornetto trilogy. Cornetto I think trilogy. that's what they call it. Deep dive.
0: And frankly, those movies, if you if you think I'm wrong, once again, as always, fight me. Well, I vo-
1: Shaun I, of the I, dead.
0: I volunteer you to fight me. Shaun I welcome dead. it. Jeff's not going to fight you.
1: No, I will. Shaun of the Dead is one of my favorite Depends on out. what
0: it is. But I, I will definitely fight you. If you're watching right now and you thought The Last Jedi was a piece of shit, I'll fight you. There are points in that movie that are definitely pieces of shit. However, there are points in that movie that are amazing for a Star Wars Again,
1: movie. Han Solo fan, I can't watch anything that doesn't have you. <laughs> Agreed.
0: Let me say this so you understand where I'm coming from. I've been a Star Wars fan my entire life. I made my own Star Wars film. I wrote my own Star Wars film. I had a fight for a Star Wars lightsaber battle in my own Star Wars film, which I still remember, by the way. How do I know that? I practiced it the other day. That's how dorky the I am. The other day. The other day. I'm not, not kidding. Years ago. Within the last three days. That's how dorky I am. A Star Wars movie owes you nothing. It owes you fucking nothing.
1: You owe Star Wars.
0: Star Wars A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, The Last Jedi. Those are the three most important movies in the franchise. And this is coming from a person who is super excited about the prequel trilogy. The prequel trilogy is a garbage fucking fest. Wow. I have edited... The three prequel movies into one continuous film to eliminate the garbage, and it's still garbage. The Last Jedi (laughs) and what comes next. I don't know what it's going to be called, but The Last Jedi and what comes next will be the best Star Wars films we get after The Empire Strikes Back. One, two, and three. Garbage. Period. Jar Jar Binks.
1: Watto. Wait, who's that? He's the
0: kid. He's the fucking like weird bug dude that owns Anakin Skywalker.
1: Jesus. In episode one. Ugh. Wow.
0: Jabba. Watto. All that bullshit. Garbage. If you watch Clone Wars, <laughs> if you watch... Wait,
1: like, animated Clone Wars or... Animated Clone Wars. If Go you to watch ne- animated Clone Netflix. Wars,
0: if you watch animated Rebels, which the next part of the season comes out February 22nd, if I'm not mistaken, they pull on so much drama and so much character shit that it's so good. It's so good, and it plays completely into everything you've already seen. Are you a picky pizza eater?
1: Okay. Okay, I thought of this uh, grossly while I was peeing. Did you watch Sons of Anarchy?
0: I only watched Sons of Anarchy because of Laura.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Charlie Hunnam. Okay. I think he's a good actor. He played the character... Well, I would have never known he was a proper Brit. And then I saw him in... What was the... The movie about pulling the sword out of stone.
0: uh, King
1: Arthur. King Arthur. And I thought it was a fun action movie. And it was definitely an action movie. Who did did Snatch? Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. It was definitely a Guy Ritchie does King Arthur movie. Now, those people that do... one, two, three, four, five, six, seven seasons of a known TV series.
0: I'm super drunk. I have a piss. Stand
1: <laughs> by. I'm it's ordering. All good. I'm ordering Scott and I food To compensate for this uh... Crazy
0: drunk! I don't care.
1: What are y'all saying here? eater. What are you a picky eater? Nah, dude. <laughs> Come on. I'm drunk as fuck. <laughs>
0: Ugh. All
1: right. I pose. I pose the uh, people that have been in TV series. Are they screwed for life? Question. Charlie Hunnam in in uh, Sons of Anarchy.
0: Charlie Hunnam might be screwed. <laughs> Okay, I've watched everything he's been in. Pacific Rim,
1: I love... He was in Pacific Rim. He was in Pacific Rim. I didn't even give him a chance. I
0: love Pacific Rim. Guillermo del Toro. Forget about it. Sons of Anarchy, however. I know a lot of people like him because of Sons of Anarchy. I'm that guy. And maybe I need to rewatch Sons of Anarchy. However... (laughs) i think sons of anarchy is a show which because of ron perlman oh no don't say this uh uh-huh ron perlman and amy seagal aka Uh, leela yeah that show got picked up because amy seagal pig And Ron Perlman are amazing. They're so much better as actors than anybody gives them credits for. She was good and lost. She was good and lost. Charlie Hunnam, however, is just, frankly, an actor who happened, happened to get lucky. Damn. He was in... Uh... Pacific Rim. Yeah, I
1: can't. I I never
0: actually saw it. I'm embarrassed. He was in the Netflix original, which, by the way, is really good. Mudbound. Really fucking good. He doesn't deserve necessarily the amount of acclaim he's gotten. Because Charlie Hunnam struck me as a man who is a method actor is who he? has fallen a little short. Is he claimed
1: to be a method actor?
0: I don't know if he claims to be, but that's what he strikes me as. A guy who was doing the method acting thing but kind of steered away from it. Because hmm. he could. <laughs> the movies he's been in since his like Pacific Rim debut are almost exclusively movies that have gone on Amazon or Netflix. I
1: only know of Pacific Rim <laughs> and Sons of Anarchy and <coughs> King Arthur. That's what I'm saying.
0: All of his movies, since Pacific Rim, which is the biggest fucking blockbuster movie he's ever gotten. Peter
1: Berg. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, is it? Is the second one Peter Berg? Yep, Guillermo del Toro. You got my text about Peter Berg. <laughs>
0: That's, uh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. that's what it is. Mission Impossible 3? Wait, what? Or 4? Who? Peter Berg. For sure. He did one of the Mission He's one of the Mission
1: Impossibles. Guaranteed.
0: I'm gonna be wrong about which number, but Peter Berg is one of the Mission Impossibles. Like I loved
1: him as an actor in Aspen Extreme. If you haven't seen Aspen Extreme, you're not a child of the 70s. He was in Collateral as an actor.
0: Collateral, by the way, if you haven't seen it, if you hate, if you hate Tom Cruise
1: and Jamie Foxx. Valid. This will change your mind. Collateral is a movie
0: as an actor that is a fucking phenomenal
1: yeah it's actually one of the movies that uh people that have any sort of military or jason bourne training they actually nail it same as heat Uh, both
0: characters yeah throughout the, the entire screenplay both characters are portraying a literal human being that is worth portraying tom cruise is a fucking hitman but he's a hitman who has to blend in based on his fucking jobs. Jamie Fox is a taxi driver who gets lumped into this fucking bullshit and does his <laughs> best to come out of it on the other side.
1: This is random, but a uh, good friend of mine, uh, name drop, name drop, title, title drop, we did a um, Tyler Perry TV series in Atlanta together. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, ever since I I moved to L.A., one of my weird random goals was to own a Harley, thank Christ, I've been able to pull that off, um, and drive the route of all the major scenes in Collateral. The graffiti where Jamie Foxx fills up his taxi, actually, where he actually leaves the taxi, um, like garage. Yep. Where he drops off Jada Pickett Smith at some. Uh, on Slauson. Yeah, on Slauson. I did a massive deep dive research of some somebody that did a super nerd recon of the collateral route, and I port and I, I like <laughs> choreographed it with where to stop, where to go, and all these major stops. And a buddy of mine and I from um, the TV show, uh, shit, what's it called? Something about love, the word love's in it. It's a Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry show. It has the word love in it, it's shot in Atlanta. Anyway, anyway, he's moving to Atlanta to continue shooting that. And he and I are shooting, uh, doing the route. It's about a three-hour drive on the 25th, and we're actually hitting... It's a weird goal of mine is to hit all the route, all the spots that were shot in Collateral. Like actually, where he shoots those thugs in the alley, we're actually gonna go to that alley. We're gonna go to the the mural. That's nice. Yeah, it's gonna be badass. Um, fuck, what's that TV show called? I don't
0: know. I would
1: called. look it up, but none of my uh, websites or my uh, Apple things. It's
0: not your typical TV show. I'll say that. Yeah. What's it's it's a little
1: like, uh, soap opera. Sure.
0: Soap opera, Discovery, something. The funniest thing lines. about it is,
1: is I lied or I white lied and said I was a local hire, meaning I would pay to live there and stay in Atlanta. And Tyler Perry brought me into the office and said, "Hey, look, I know you guys are all from Atlanta, but just so you know, all those actors from LA, they're used to shooting like a couple sentences and we hit cut, and then we do a couple more sentences and hit cut." And I was like, "I'm that, I'm that guy from LA that only knows a couple lines at a time." <laughs> problem is, is he shot it like a theater, a stage play, like the entire scene from A to Z, memorized completely, no cuts, and I was like, yeah, I got this, Mr. Perry, no problem. It was a shit show. <laughs> Holy God, I was the guy from L.A. because I lied to him and said I lived in Atlanta, and uh, he said action, and we shot the entire scene all at once like it was a theater, uh, theater performance. Whereas in LA, they normally shoot a cut, change a camera angle, shoot a sh- shoot a shot, change a camera angle, and you can memorize real quick and try to do your best thing. Uh, it, uh, if loving you is wrong, that's a TV show. Um, yep. you know, me and Ryan Hawker in it, and um, they edit it. That's the thing is you trust the editor, and this editor saved my ass because it looks like I was fully competent, and in reality, I was not. It was a shit show. Alright, I'm getting us some pizza.
0: Come I remember on. you texting me all the day. <laughs> yeah. Jeff texting me all the day like, I don't know my lines. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. I'm doing my best. and, and I'm Scott's like, my shoulder angel. Send it over, dude. I'll do my best to direct you in this particular situation, but send it over
1: bad like I was actually sweating like on this set I actually shaved my head for another thing so I looked like this weird tough guy and uh, I nobody knew me so they assumed I was just a newbie and I didn't I could not get my lines memorized I was sweating from the lights I was just pouring sweat Perry was like three stages over watching us on the monitor I was swearing in between each take Ryan, uh, the friend I'm riding the Harley, uh, we're doing the Harley tour with, and another guy, were like, you got this, you got this. It's like, I know I got this. I've been doing this for years. I know I got this. But in reality, I was I was shitting a brick. God, it was embarrassing. It was one of my worst performances ever. But again, and I'm not being hard on myself, it proves that in Hollywood, <laughs> the funny thing about movies is I right hand to God. I'll take this to the grave out of my mother's soul it was the one of the worst performances ever, but the editor made it look good. Oh, I really want this pizza. Let's go, buddy. Mm-hmm. Are You okay?
0: I just got the hiccups.
1: <laughs> Jeebus!
0: I got the hiccups right now. I'm pretty drunk. We we to be fair, we have killed most of a bottle of fucking but. <laughs>
1: However, so I sound worse than Scott, I am. Scott's going only one hiccuping. <laughs> like this is an 1800s saloon over here. Place order. We need carbs. Alright, we got carbs in route. <gasps> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, let's see what we Have you seen Man in the Water or what are they?
0: I'm trying so hard not to burp, but that's where we're at right now. I'm pretty drunk. That's that's the long and the short of it. I'm drunk, son. That's the that's where we're at. Ask me Ask me anything, AMA. There you go. Reddit. I can't take I'm it. I'm not even on Reddit. But there you go. AMA. People are asking. I can see the likes. Right there. Right there. I can't
1: take it. it hurts so
0: bad. Oh my god. Hey, man, you know what? It's most of a bottle of bull- Bullet. Leave me alone. I'm, so I'm handling glad. my shit. That's all I I'm need so to
1: do. I'm so glad I wait so much. <laughs> my stomach hurts so bad. Oh, fuck. So wait, you see me, um, man in the water or whatever it's called. the Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The Guillermo del Toro. What was it? His latest movie.
0: Shape, ooh, shape of water. <laughs> the one where the woman fucks the fish. By the way, shape, shape of water. That's that's the whole premise. <laughs> a government agency has has shit going on, and a woman fucks a fish. That's that's the story. I'm pretty drunk, so excuse me, but that's the story. A woman fucks a fish. That needs to
1: be our new podcast. Shape of Water. That's it. Five second reviews. Scott, your thoughts on Shape of Water. Woman fucks a fish. Thank you, Scott. Have a good day. <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't left that heart for such a long time.
0: I do have the hiccups. (laughs)
1: Wow. I was going to say because I got little sag screeners and I haven't seen that yet.
0: Mm. (laughs) I'm in no hurry. I ain't doing shit tomorrow. (laughs) My stomach hurts so bad. Let's see what these people say. I'm
1: trying to look. stomach hurts.
0: We're also in a time that, that a movie like Blazing Saddles.
1: Yeah, I saw that comment. It was not
0: ever be allowed. You're not I'm, wrong!
1: I'm embarrassed to say I've never seen Blazing Saddles.
0: Are you kidding me? That's
1: one with Schwarzenegger, right? No. Uh, What's the one where he plays like a cowboy?
0: I don't know what Schwarzenegger plays a
1: cowboy. I'm I bet he's in there. He has like a, me- a random small... Do you need water?
0: You got Mel Brooks? Uh, G- Gene Wilder? I can't even name everybody. I'm too drunk.
1: Google it. Look and see if Rose and Blazing Saddles. I'm okay. almost certain he was in there. Oh my god. A woman fucks a fish. Oh my stomach hurts. <laughs> I'm gonna have to abort this before it goes south. i <laughs> could give him Joe Rogan a run for his money in two hours. in that he was in some isn't that in the oh. 70s he had like a random bit part in some weird western movie
0: oh. i'm pretty drunk
1: <laughs> shit stinks up oh. on you i have a feeling you're gonna sleep here and i'm not gonna let you remotely leave and uh, take the bus or train again As opposed to last time where you fell asleep on the train and woke up in, like, Jersey. I
0: fell asleep on the sidewalk, dude. Like, halfway to L.A.
1: Which is way worse.
0: Jeff has way more tolerance than I do.
1: Well, and I, I weigh you by, like, a couple hundred pounds.
0: That's also true.
1: sure he was placing saddles <laughs> Kathy goes not just a fish a dolphin <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about part two Amy uh, part two of what oh.
0: look I'll say uh, I'll say this if you like The Shape of Water, be prepared for the inevitable sequel, which will be mostly terrible.
1: I have a family member that says I've never seen a Star Wars. Never? Zack, are you saying any of them?
0: That's, a, that's offensive.
1: Okay, I don't know all the kids' uh, acronyms. What's L-K-R? You know? You work with kids.
0: I uh, I work with kids, but I don't know what that means. (laughs) L-K-R?
1: Scott is hiccuping. I am. I'm
0: literally hiccuping.
1: Like it's an Abbott and Costello skit. I'm not drunk. Who's on first? Who's on first? What are you two drinking? Uh, whiskey? Um, Pacific Rim. Wow, Zach, I'm impressed. Well, Zach, do yourself a favor and watch. Refresh my memory as, <laughs> as... What were our originals? Four, five, and six? Yep. Watch 4, 5, and 6, which would be a New Hope, uh, Return of the Jedi, and, or wait, no, a New Hope, Emperor, Stri- Emperor Strikes Back, Return and Return of the, of the Jedi. Life. Those are the, uh, for lack of, uh, OG. <gasps> Jesus, i got to get some pizza on this guy. I'm, I'm pretty drunk. Do you want some water?
0: Yeah, a little get bit. i some water. Empire Strikes Back, good movie. <laughs> Oh. No <laughs> oh god Since I'm hiccuping a bunch, I'll go ahead and end this podcast. Best of luck, best wishes, if you want to contribute anything or ask us questions, feel free. We are more than happy to answer, even though I am shithoused. All right.
1: Later. Three quarter. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I'm so glad I have so much body mass. All right. I'm going to have to call this good and, uh, and watch awesome. random TV. Have you watched Ozark yet? So good. Your eyes are ahead of me.
0: Yeah, Ozark is pretty great.
1: Alright, we we, while we're doing a rogue and worthy length here, we did one we did one at ninety minutes and another one at sixty five. So Pacific Rim. It was funny. Ralph Garman was mentioning. uh, What is it? Shape of Water. (laughs) It's like. They're actually making a, uh, there's a company making a, a dildo for, I, I've never seen it, but for the fish character, I guess. I'm going to sit this one right here, you know, loud. Two Grotts credit, I <laughs> weigh easily a hundred pounds more than the guy. It's a
0: true story. I'm doing the best I can over here.
1: Jesus Yeah, you're staying on the futon. <laughs> That's a fact. Um, a little interesting tidbit. Last time Scott and I did a podcast, uh he, he took the took the subway or took the train or the bus mm-hmm. and the train and next thing I know is I get a text from our uh, former my former roommate or his current roommate. Saying, uh, "Have you heard from Scott? Apparently, he's asleep in a gutter somewhere."
0: Hey, I was downtown. I was slightly out of it, but I, but I was downtown with my bike. That's half the best part. half plastered, for sure. The hiccups aren't helping my case right now. No. They're not. But that's where I'm at.
1: We got some food coming, and you need to drink water.
0: I'm not going to turn it down.
1: I need to figure out what we're going to watch. All right, so I think you're probably should wrap it up for the sake of uh, dignity. Everybody on the <gasps> podcast, thank you for tuning in. Everybody on, the... he's
0: not nearly as drunk as I am.
1: No, I'm very but, fortunate,
0: but that's okay.
1: Everybody um, on Facebook Live, thanks for tuning in. Um, uh, and everybody, everybody that's listening on um, the uh, podcast on iTunes, please rate, review, share. Uh, no wit or no um, whiskey and BS with uh, Scott and I. And uh, Scott, and I are gonna do better at doing it at least twice a week or twice a month. And um, there's a bunch of other episodes prior to this for those of you that didn't realize it. I actually huh. have like twenty other episodes. So
0: there's at least at least three, at least, at least three.
1: three. Rate, review, share, tell your friends, family, etc. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the storm that is shit that is known as. Whiskey and BS with Scott and Jeff.
0: I probably won't have a mustache next time.